this is Ed Goldman with the Goldman State Podcast. If you have trouble falling asleep tonight, why not catch yourself up on the latest research into just how much shut-eye we need? Why, you'll be in the realm of REM in mere moments. Scientists and the makers of prescription knockout drops and over-the-counter hypnotics have been debating for years whether adults need as few as six or as many as nine hours of slumber per every 24 hours. The discussion itself was probably yawn-inducing. You know, the late comedian Steve Allen caused a small-scale ripple among people given to small-scale rippling when he confessed to an interviewer that he regularly logged in 11 hours of sleep every night. Now, this isn't why I refer to him as the late comedian Steve Allen, by the way. I do that because he's dead. Yet I imagine punctuality became a scheduling challenge when he left himself only 13 waking hours each day. And while we're at it, what about the title character of the hit play The Drowsy Chaperone? I'll bet he had some HR issues to deal with because of his condition. Now, some people think if they sleep fewer than the minimum daily requirement, they can catch extra credit by napping during the day. Sleep experts aren't so sure. They seem okay with the concept of the catnap or genius naps, as lovingly delusional spouses label them when their significant others take them, even when they don't awake as geniuses. But the snooze mavens caution that even though these may prove refreshing, they're no substitute for the full night shift. I've rarely slept seven nonstop hours. Sometimes it was because I worked weird job shifts, like the summer I worked as a reporter from 2 to 11 p.m., or the year I worked for the same job from 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. Both instances saw me get home around 2.30 and pile into bed, the former in the a.m. and the latter in the p.m. The early shift guaranteed that whoever I went out with that evening would later be able to write a memoir. I like dated a zombie. The late shift meant that if I wished to date, I'd need to find someone who liked going to dinner and a movie starting around midnight, which meant screenings of the Rocky Horror Picture Show followed by Patty Melts at Denny's. While I appreciate the research that went into determining optimal and minimal hours of sleep, I'm guessing they vary country to country and culture to culture. For example, Babbel.com reports that the afternoon nap, or siesta, a diminishing custom in Spain and Mexico, quote, is still embraced in other parts of the world, like in Greece, Italy, Nigeria, and the Philippines, unquote. In fact, the website says, quote, siesta is a sacred tradition in Greek culture, unquote. Now, because of his erratic work shifts as a firefighter, my dad would often nap on his afternoons at home. When I asked my mom if this prevented him from falling asleep at the traditional bedtime, she laughed and said, my dad fell asleep so easily all he could croak out was the first half of good night before diving into the arms of Morpheus. I find this inspiring and confess <sighs> that all this talk about sleeping has made me a tad groggy. So let me conclude by wishing all of you a heartfelt good I'm Ed Goldman. My column, The Goldman State, comes out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can subscribe for free at goldmanstate.com. Thanks for listening.